First and foremost, I want to have a moment of silence for Tyree Nichols. So there was a lot of emotions watching this Tyree Nichols video. For at least two weeks leading up to this video, I felt gaslit. I was told the video was going to be troubling, triggering, riots may break out. Call me desensitized, but I unfortunately watched this video and I thought, that wasn't that bad. I know, appalling, right? So everyone's getting fired and charged at a neck break speed. I mean, they opened up the books for technicalities I've never seen in a case like this before. Second degree murder right off the bat. Kidnapping charges. The officers claim they pulled the children over due to reckless driving. They say there's no evidence that supports that, but I've only seen 26 minutes of video that they say is an hour long. What I find strange is that in every case like this that has involved white officers, everyone brings up how the victim resisted arrest. Don't act like y'all have forgotten the rhetoric now. Why didn't he just obey the orders? Why did he resist? Which is what Mr. Nichols did from the beginning, right? They pulled up an unmarked car, which to me is as bad as no-knock warrants, but they're part of a now disbanded unit that has a reputation and it ain't a good one. So they pulled them over. Were they aggressive? Of course they were. We see cops behave like this all the time. He would not cooperate, so he was tased. I read an article where they said the cops were inexperienced and should have been able to detain him. We'll circle back to this. He was maced. Maced so much that the other officer was maced. Mr. Nichols evades police and gets away on foot. How many times have we seen this play out and the individual be shot by white police officers? Richard Brooks in Atlanta. For those who have forgotten, let me remind you. Here's an article from August 23rd, 2022. A Georgia special prosecutor announced Tuesday that murder and assault charges will be dismissed against Atlanta police officers involved in the fatal shooting of Richard Brooks in June, 2020, saying the officers acted reasonably in response to a deadly threat both acted as reasonable officers would under the facts and circumstances of the events of that night. Special Prosecutor Peter Scandalakis said, both acted in accordance with well-established law and were justified in the use of force regarding the situation. The announcement comes two years after Brooks, a 27-year-old black man, was shot and killed outside a Wendy's restaurant after he fought two officers who tried to arrest him for DUI. During the struggle, Brooks overpowered officers Garrett Rolfe and Devin Bronson, took a taser from Bronson, and ran away, according to prosecutors. While fleeing, he turned back and fired a stolen taser at Rolfe, who then shot Brooks twice in the back and buttocks, killing him, prosecutors said. Back to Tyree Nichols. You know how the rest plays out. I won't do a play-by-play, -play, but everything I'm reading is leaving out that Mr. Nichols resisted. Is that an excuse for excessive force that was used? No. But that force was only used when they couldn't get him in handcuffs. Once he was handcuffed, they stopped, right? Which shows me that they didn't intend to kill him, but subdue him using tactics that white police officers and officers period use. No one's mentioned that Mr. Nichols appeared to be under the influence. When the officer says he gave him five pieces, he means he punched that man five times and he didn't go down. This after being maced, tased, kicked, and beaten with a baton. I don't believe a toxicology report has been released, but now we're acting like there isn't a fentanyl crisis going on in America. The man who killed George Floyd kneeled on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes after handcuffing him and outcries were, he shouldn't have resisted. He didn't die from a knee on his neck. He died from a fentanyl overdose. Where's that energy? Did you forget? I didn't. 
So what's the deal? Why is it an across-the-board condemnation of these five officers and only after public outcry everyone else who was on the scene gets relieved of duty? Y'all already know what it is. Agree with me, disagree with me, hate me. All I'm saying is don't try to make five black cops the poster boys in standard of police brutality because we didn't always have cameras. The fact that Rodney King's beating was on camera was a miracle back then because we could never capture the police brutality of the decades prior. And I rewatched that Rodney King tape. Mr. Nichols was savagely beaten, but it was not with the same intent those white officers beat Rodney King with. The five black cops are a product of their environment, and I'm not talking about that black environment y'all like to talk about. I'm talking about that police environment. That blue brotherhood. That culture didn't originate with blacks. Remember, it was hard for black men to even join the police force back in the day. So let them be guilty. They are. A man died. Second degree murder? I go with manslaughter. They use excessive force, but this is not the worst police killing in history. Trust that. If these are white officers, this is a clean arrest. That's why no one's acting as if a crime was committed. That's why the officers are talking about how hard it was to subdue him. They go as far as inquiring about who has him in custody after another officer calls him in as if they really want to claim the arrest. They don't conduct themselves like they did something wrong because no one thought they had done anything wrong until the gentleman died. Circling back to inexperienced cops, which has been a complaint of the Black Lives Movement since the beginning of time and a catalyst for the refund of police movement to better fund proper training. That inexperience has caused the death of another innocent black man because even if he resisted arrest, even if he was under the influence, he had a right to life as a human being, not to be beaten ultimately to death. I believe these officers did not intend to kill this man, and that's the narrative that is being spread when the narrative should be why policing in America needs to be overhauled. This is not the worst police killing in history, even if that's the narrative that they want to spread because 90% of the officers involved were African American. Trust, the worst police killing of an unarmed black man has not been documented and they were most likely carried out by white police officers, as evidenced here by Tennessee's own history. On October 15, 1971, Hayes, a 17-year-old black youth, was allegedly beaten into unconsciousness with nightsticks by members of the Memphis Police Department. Hayes was a passenger in a vehicle with two other teens that were attempting to outrun police in a high-speed chase in the Capoville neighborhood of Southern Memphis. He died eight hours later from severe head injuries. Criminal indictments were handed down against six Memphis police officers and three Shelby County Sheriff deputies. Four officers were eventually prosecuted in the Hayes case and were acquitted after an eight-week trial in December 1973. Another four law enforcement officials were charged with the attempted murder of 14-year-old Calvin McKissick, the third passenger in the vehicle on that night in October 1971. An all-white, all-male, 12-member jury deliberated for three and a half hours before deciding to acquit all of the officers. So what do we do? I don't have the answer, Sway. Maybe police officers should have to all go to school to get a degree in psychology. Maybe they should have a social worker ride along with them. I don't know. But policing can't be about brute force in every situation. Protect and serve. Who are you protecting and serving when innocents end up dead? All I know is that the old way isn't working. Policing, mass shootings, and fentanyl are major problems right now in America. It's like the 80s on steroids. It's time to evolve as a society. Put that same, if not more, of an investment in humanity rather than AI in this metal world nonsense because this earth and the people here is the only one we have. I just think that it's sad that it takes black police officers committing this crime for policemen to be called thugs and a pack of wolves where their white counterparts were shown grace. 
Of course they meant to kill. They're black is what I'm hearing. But white police officers are given every excuse or even defended not only by the law but by the public when it's them in the situation. And that's a fact. 